Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our Sunday morning service today. And thank you for powering through this weather we have outside. It's quite something, but we knew it was coming. <laughs> but I'm glad that you are all able to join us here this morning. It's going to be a great time where, once again, we celebrate our Lord with songs of worship and praise, and particularly during this season with some of our most uh, well-known uh, Christmas songs. So let's stand together at this time and let's begin uh, to sing together. For unto us a child is born, a son is given, a son is given. For unto us a child is born, a son is given, a son is given, the Messiah, oh to see him, to see him high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory, pour out your power and love as we sing holy, holy, holy. a child is born, a son is given, a son is given, for unto us a child is born, a son is given, a son is given, the Messiah, oh to see him, to see him high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. Power and love as we sing, holy, holy, holy. You are high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love as we sing, holy, holy, holy. Glory to you. 
Our scripture reading this morning comes from Isaiah 35. The desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will burst into bloom. It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it, the splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They will see the glory of the Lord, the splendor of our God. Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear, your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool, the thirsty ground bubbling springs. In the haunts where jackals once lay, grass and reeds and papyrus will grow. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. The unclean will not journey on it. It will be for those who walk in that way. Wicked fools will not go about on it. No lion will be there, nor will any ferocious beast get up on it. They will not be found there. But only the redeemed will walk there, and the ransomed of the Lord will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them, and sorrow and sighing 
will flee away. This is the candle of joy. The birth of Jesus was foretold by angel who said, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Christ of the Lord, the Lord. And there will be a great joy for us when he returns to take us home. Because of Christ, we can live with great joy because we know that we are loved and forgiven. Um, we're going to pray for our children as they go to Bible Town, and at the same time, we're going to pray for the offerings that have been given this week. I'd like to remind you that there's a few different ways that you can give. One of them is if you're interested in automated giving, you can get a form for that uh, in the office. You can also give in person if you've come in person. There's a couple great boxes at the back where you can drop your offering envelope. And, of course, you can give online. Now, I'm sure most of you have already done what you've needed to do. We appreciate that. And now let's uh, take a moment and pray for our children and the offerings that have been given. Lord, we thank you so much uh, for the children of this church. Thank you that they are such a gift and such a blessing. And, Lord, we pray your blessing over them as they go to Bible Town this morning. I pray that once again, their eyes would be open to see Jesus, and, uh, and may their hearts be warmed as they learn more about who Jesus is, and, uh, and may they be led to, um, to really, truly make Jesus Christ the Lord of their life and the Savior of their life. Lord, we pray as well over the offerings that have been given in the past week. Lord, we, we acknowledge that everything we have is from you. You are the great giver. You have given uh, the greatest gift ever, and we could never outgive out you. You gave Jesus. And this morning, we give back to you a portion of what you have given us uh, in our, for our everyday lives. And we pray your blessing over it. Use it for your glory, for the purposes of your kingdom. All the glory is yours and yours alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you, children, for joining us for the first part of the service. And now you are dismissed and can go to Bible Town. skies of Bethlehem appeared a star, while angels sang to lowly shepherds. A wise man seeking truth traveled from afar, hoping to find the child from heaven. Far 
announcements to make before we come together in prayer and the first one has to do with uh, the fact that our mail slots or the mailboxes are available for people who want to put cards in as you pass them around to each other that way we don't have to pay the postage and you can pick them up there now we realize that you may not have a file folder in there for your family yet if you can just let us know if you don't have one in there let grant myself or the office know and we'll see that a file is a folder is set up in there so that you can communicate back and forth also, as we've just been singing about giving an offering through our worship, it's also that time of year when we, as a church, traditionally receive a Christmas offering, and you'll notice there are Christmas offering envelopes in your pew. You can use these, or you can certainly just designate any other gift uh, that you might make electronically or otherwise as a Christmas offering over the next couple of weeks. The project this year for our Christmas offering is going to be the Waterloo Region Food Bank. 
I don't know about you, but I was really surprised the other night on the news when I heard that in Waterloo Region now, one out of every 14 homes or households are making use of the food bank. It is, and the, the uh, stress and the pressure, of course, to keep the food bank up is at an all-time high. So if you can, as you think as, as to what the Lord may want you to give this Christmas and share, uh, that will be our project here at the church, and that can be given any time over the next couple of weeks. Would you join with me in prayer? Heavenly Father, as our tongues sing the familiar carols, words of those carols come to our mind. And I think of joy to the world, the Lord has come. And our hearts rejoice to think that you, the almighty creator, the sovereign God over all things, would enter into the world that you actually created, coming not as a conquering king or a governing God, but as a humble rabbi, so that we might receive, accept, and love you for who you are, the pure, holy, and deep love that you have shown to us to reciprocate that love to you. Who would have thought that a king would become like one of us in order to save us from our sins? Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. King Jesus, you are Lord over all. And through the, though the nations turn from you and bow to other rulers and gods, there is a day coming when every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that you are King of kings and Lord of lords. For though many may, may not see you for who you are today, you are none other than the reigning king of all kings. And we bow before you, not only giving you our allegiance, but our hearts and our lives. For you have done for us what we could never do for ourselves. King Jesus, your coming has given us all the reason we would ever need to truly rejoice and truly be glad and so we joyful, joyfully exalt in your reign over us. We would also pray that you would prepare our hearts to receive all that you are and all that you have for each one of us. So we pray that you would do your work of grace and mercy as you take your rightful place in our lives, in our hearts. Thank you that you are a sovereign who identifies with and sympathizes with us of all who could rule, you know for yourself, for yourself how hard it is for we who are the flesh to resist temptation and to fall into sin. So, Lord Jesus, we humbly come before you and ask that once again you would forgive us for our trespasses, cleanse us from our sins, renew our hearts, guide us into the ways that you would have us walk and live. Father, as you know, the world is a hurting place, and there are wars and uprisings, there are famines and droughts, there are so many people suffering in refugee camps in, in all parts of the world that have little or no medical aid. Jesus, when you were here on earth, you showed such great compassion. Help us to see as you see others. To, to feel and to respond to the suffering all around us. In whatever way, Father, you show us that we can have some help. 
Even here in the wealthy and rich land of the, that we live in, we have people who, for the first times in their lives, can't pay all the bills and still put food on the table. Never before could we imagine that in Waterloo Region, one in every 14 households would need to reach out to the food bank. Never before has the need been so great. Move us, O God, that we might reach out with generosity from the abundance you have blessed us with. Open our eyes, open our hearts, and yes, Lord, open our wallets and share what you have blessed us with. Not only are our neighbors and friends hurting, but we too, as a, as a people, your people, are needy. And we come before our loving Heavenly Father, just as we are, asking that through your Holy Spirit, you would meet us wherever we are at in our walk with you, in the needs that we have in our lives, and the love that we have for each other. Some of us are struggling with health issues, and I pray for Nancy and her battle with cancer, for Ruth as she awaits her calling home from the hospice bed, for Alice, for Peter, for Cheryl, for Gus, for Janice, for Alice, for Stan, Matthew, and for so many others who are struggling with things like the flu and colds, this RSV virus and COVID. Help us, O oh God. Use your healing hand. Prove yourself to be Jehovah Rapha once again, the God who heals. Some of us need to know your touch of grace in a fresh way, especially those who are dealing with ages, with the issues of aging. So we pray for Doreen as she makes a new home in the LTC setting she's moved to, and, in, and with many others having to deal with the reality of limitations as their bodies age and no longer function the way that they were so used to and the way you designed them to. Give us strength, O oh God comfort, ability, and above all, the grace needed to deal with some of these things. We pray for those who no longer can get out and about on their own, those who cannot be here to worship with us even though in their hearts and minds they long to be with their brothers and sisters. And so I pray for Freeman and for, for Doreen and Stan and Elaine and Dale and all who are simply not able to come on a regular basis. Comfort and strengthen. Be their God wherever they are at. And above all, continue to be the silent companion who never leaves, never forsakes. Thank you for the many ways that you have, uh, you, for the many ways you have all of us in one way or another, you have helped us. Providing health, uh, well-being, supplying food, shelter, giving us purpose and, and reason for the lives that you have so generously blessed, blessed us with. We want to thank you for all who have given of their own lives to serve you, whether it be here at home or somewhere in the world. And so we would specifically pray for the Botrosses and, and most and Sarah and for the McLarens and the Bonds and the Naramalas. Bless and provide, empower, be with all of those who seek to serve you at home and abroad. And now, Lord, as we pray each week when we come to this moment, may your spirit be free and gracious to meet with each one of us as once again we gather around your word and allow your word to speak into our hearts and our lives. Bless Pastor Gary as he brings it. 
as, as the word comes forth to correct and to rebuke, sustain us, to build us in our faith and to encourage us. May your grace and mercy be very evident, even as your love pours through the word into our hearts. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything you do, for all you bless us with. We pray these things in your strong and powerful name. Amen. Good morning. My thanks uh, to Pastor Paul and to our, our worship team uh, for leading us in that, uh, that time of, of musical worship, singing, praise to the Lord. Uh, one more announcement before we kind of get into things this morning. I'm going to invite our brother and deacon Ryan Roder just to uh, share with us, so I'm guessing, about Gray Matters, eh, brother? Good morning, everyone. Um, we have our final Gray Matters talk on parenting apologetics on December 19th at 7 p.m. here in the church parlor. So that's not tomorrow, but the following Monday after. We're taking on topics that are really important uh, regarding what's, what's going on with our children and what they're learning and what they're exposed to nowadays. It's different than when I grew up and when some of you grew up. I'm not trying to say how old some people are here. Uh, but these are important things to discuss. So last week, or last week, last month, we talked about social media and smartphones and how young people are getting their hands on these and, and what the outcomes are for them. And they are somewhat scary. Well, in the same vein, how that is detrimental to young girls, the next topic has to do with smartphones as well. And we're taking on pornography and how this effect is really seen amongst young men and how it's something you may want to ignore or try not to think about, but they're one typo away on Google from being exposed to this, and you have to know how to talk to them and how to respond. So we're going to look at it. The statistics are rather frightening, um, but we're going to talk about it and think about a very good Christian way to respond to these things so that we're prepared. All right, thank you very much. That's December 19th, 7 p.m., right there in the church parlor. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, mark that date down. Um, very important. And we're grateful for the Ministry of Gray Matters uh, to be able to, to tackle these important questions, um, to, to be better equipped as followers of Christ, to, to handle the, the attacks in this world, and specifically, uh, as Ryan's been talking about in this series against our, our children, um, we know that Satan starts young. He's, his uh, target is on our kids, and uh, we need to pray in Jesus' name. We need to stand firm on the truth and uh, teach them. Teach them and show them by example the way they should go, what it means to be a follower of Jesus in this world. Um, please, please pray uh, for that ministry and, uh, and again, for, for one another in this regard.